California Chrome right to the outside of Pablo Del Monte and Social Inclusion runs up on the outside of California Chrome and now the two of them are heads apart as they come toward the top of the stretch California Chrome Social Inclusion on the outside Pablo Del Monte right on Curlin is closing on the far outside California Chrome comes into the final furlong with a two-length lead right on Curlin on the outside is trying to catch him California Chrome reaching for the wire another 16 on the outside right on Curlin can't get him California Chrome has won the Preakness California Chrome did it he beat right on Curlin and then it was General A-Rod and social inclusion and that elusive prize the triple crown awaits California Chrome in the Belmont Stakes the dream continues. The Triple Crown dream is still alive. Chasing the Triple Crown. 33rd podcast. Wow. Making our comeback. Yeah, making it has been a couple of weeks. One day into the Belmont Stakes. The dream continues. Oh, that was a good line. I kept that this, one in there. It was good. It was good. I like that. Um, California Chrome, all over the news. I mean, everything he does takes a bath. You know, people are in front, out in front of his stable. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, he's like the big popular guy now. It's yeah. kind of it's cool. People are paying attention to the the ponies again. It is. It is. I think this. I, I think he's gonna win. I uh, just the way he's running, and I saw him at Santa Anita, and you know, I keep going back and forth. All oh, he doesn't have the pedigree and all this other stuff, but the horse has a huge heart, mm-hmm. and I think that <laughs> is something. And he hits the top of the stretch, and just every other horse doesn't even compare yeah. so and he i mean the way he won the derby and the way that he won the preakness he was running straight as an arrow and right on curlin was trying to catch him which admirable i like right on curlin a lot but he was like wobbling i mean he was like wobbly legs so I don't, I don't know if there's another horse i mean social inclusion tried he was you know right there at the top of the stretch mm-hmm. in, in the preakness and he's a good horse and he ran a big buyer the highest buyer of any three-year-old this year and he couldn't touch him i mean so i think california chrome is the real deal has Um, what it takes so last night uh, you know mom was talking to me and she said hey you have to mention my wife amy yes you have to mention that it's the year guess what the the year is this year year of the horse it's the year of the horse and you know what a couple other year of the horse years chinese you know the chinese Chinese, yeah years um, a couple other horses had won the triple crown on the year of the horse. Mm. It's kind of, so she said, "That's one. That's one for me. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta give me credit for it." So yeah, this could be a- the year of the Amy, horse. Amy gets credit credit for year of the horse. And the other thing I learned is I was, you know, you asked me one day, "Hey, uh, how'd they come up with that name, California Chrome?" And you know what I, I read? I finally I've been reading like every day about the triple crown. Yeah. And one of the things I read is they call it. Like when a horse has a big blaze on his face, mm-hmm. and he's got he's got four white hoofs, yeah, or shoes, you know, like his shoes yeah, are his white feet. Yeah. They call it chrome. Oh, 
Sony was bred in California, so hence the name California Chrome. So they call it, I mean, California Google Chrome. Yes, I was even thinking, you know, it's like either like something technology, but it isn't. It's that. It's it's called Chrome. It's just color. So anyhow, this is um, Howard Dinette, CEO of Angolite Media. Max Dinette is editor-in-chief of Angolite Media. He's also the host of Beers, Beards, and Bastard. A what? <laughs> I said bastard. You said bastard, and I said bastards. <laughs> bastards. <laughs> yes. Sprung uh, a leak? A... <laughs> A witty look at craft beers. Soon to be what's it what's it going to be called, Maxi? Because uh, you're making some changes with your with my my group. I'm calling it Lone Bastard uh, <laughs> Podcast Presents. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, because I'm kind of a lone bastard myself. Yeah. I think you called me that once, <laughs> but uh, I could I could have. That's <laughs> that's in my vernacular. <laughs> So, anyhow, anything else going on? How, how's life? I haven't talked to you in a while because I've been deathly ill for the past yeah, no. couple. <laughs> no, I've been all right. I've been hanging out. It's hot. It's like a blast oven hot out here in the old AZ. Oh, yeah, it is. It's, so, it's getting up there. Um, become a cave creature during the summer. And the, the, the younger boy graduated a couple, is it two weeks ago or la- was it last week we had the party for the, the younger boy? Uh, a couple weeks ago, something like that. A couple like weeks that. ago. I've been delirious for two weeks. So. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so so the big question to me is, can California Chrome do it? And it's like, you know, you read stuff. I re- I've been reading so much stuff. And, like, he doesn't have the pedigree. He comes from, you know, inexpensive sires and dams. and mm-hmm. But just the way the horse runs. And I stood next to him at Santa Anita when I was on the track. And he's a pretty impressive horse. And he, he doesn't seem to get rattled i mean he he runs the same way almost every time and he is like a juggernaut coming down the stretch yeah so he's like the people's horse too. his pedigree is a bit suspect but i think he's got a huge heart and i'm gonna say for now i think he can do it yeah so a little bit on him just just because i want to believe at one to two you're not gonna make make much but I'll, i'll be betting him also i'll probably and actually i did well Honestly, I did well in the uh, Preakness betting because I had the exact uh, seven times. I don't think it paid all that much. I haven't cashed my ticket yet because I'm going to cash them tomorrow before I bet at Belmont. Yeah. Um, but I think it paid like 17 bucks, and I had it seven times, and then I had win money on the Chrome, and I had the trifecta, but this is a note to yourself, and Tommy, it's a Tommy, Tommy uh, piece of advice. Always, Always check, check your, your tickets. tickets. I had the trifecta three times, but I got the wrong ticket at the window. Yep. So I had the trifecta also. So I had the, because I had, uh, I think it was Chrome, um, Billy Gowan's horse, Ride on Curlin, with social inclusion in third, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I had that as a tri. I had it, but I didn't get paid for it. Anyhow, yep. so I didn't have it. That. So fairy tales, do they come true? It's like the glass slipper. Hmm, Villanova beat Georgetown in basketball. The USA beat Russians in hockey. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Uh, <laughs> little Disney Disney side sound effect there. I've got to pinch myself, Sherman said. Wow, this has been a run. And he's right. It's been a run. It's not over yet. Fantasy meets reality this Saturday, 146th running of the Belmont Stakes. 
California Chrome tries to be the 12th Triple Crown winner in the end of a 36-year drought. This is another interesting statistic. So 12 horses have won the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness and not since affirmed in 1978. Mm -hmm. And not one of them has won the Belmont. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty interesting statistic. So I got a stat to go along with that a little bit. Do you? Speak up. Speak now. Uh, Let's see. The last eight Belmont winners have skipped the Preakness is another factoid. That's a that's an interesting factoid also. Well, actually, so, factoid is not the right word. That's true. Factoid is a... Is a incorrect fact. <laughs> so this <laughs> is a fact. We, we learned that on the podcast earlier. <laughs> yes, we did. Just, that was... How many podcasts ago was that, Max? That, that was, was like the 10th one or something like that. So... But to bring it back around... Um, <clears throat> yep, the last... Eight Belmont winners skip the Preakness. So there you go. And so then let's let's talk about. Uh, we can talk a little bit more about that with Wicked Strong. I think Wicked Strong he skipped the Preakness and he's got a shot at potentially pulling off the Belmont. He was a late runner in the Kentucky Derby and he ran pretty well. And he won the Wood before that. I think another horse that's got a shot in uh, can Jr. make the difference. So. J.R. Velasquez is riding right on Curlin, who was second and ran a pretty strong buyer in the Preakness, so he's got a shot. Um, J.R. knows the track well. He has won the riding title 22 times in Belmont, so he knows the circuit very well. Um, he's won the Belmont twice. Uh, Velasquez has, so I think that's a good jockey switch for Ride on Curlin. We'll see. And I, I really like Jer uh, Velasquez is one of my favorite jocks. So, and uh, Billy Gowan, after a long absence, is back in New York. So, pretty interesting. He he used to ride there quite a bit, but he hasn't recently, I guess. So, the other thing, I, I read something that Bill Mott had, no, no, not Bill Mott, I'm sorry, Barkley Tag had written about all the commotion. Um, when he had, I think it was Funny Side, I'm not sure, I don't remember. But he said, as you're going through the Triple Crown, he had a horse that was, you know, fighting for the Triple Crown. And as you're going through it, he uh, said it was a challenge because with every race that you win, and I think you'll see the exposure, just the media and the people out in front and the security and mm-hmm. all the you know, hoopla that goes with it has an impact and it can have an impact on the horse and it impacted yeah. him. He said he was like, by the time he hit the Belmont and he was stabled at Belmont, Barkley Tag was, mm. and he said it was just, he was just an asshole. He, he was so frustrated, frazzled, yeah. frazzled, and it affected his horse because people were out in front of his, out in front of his, uh, you know, the stable to the horse and he had security and they're all joking and cutting up and, Every time somebody makes a move, the media is right there. They're taking pictures of everything they're doing, and I guess it's a huge media crush. So mm. I'm sure California Chrome is 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 getting hit with that. And yep. I think you know Art Sherman's done a good job. I have I think some every have every day. Yeah. So you can talk a little bit about that, Maxie. Go ahead. Um, well, I found in my digging because I was doing a little bit of research about stuff in general, and uh, I came across an article in the New Jersey. I think the NJ. Um, it says, uh, it, the, the headline I thought was funny is California Chrome is smart. <laughs> um, 
And they're saying that kind of, they, they kind of I'll breeze through it a little bit. Um, he's definitely a physical freak. You can see uh, that by the way when he showed up at the derby. It's kind of weirdly written. Um, but it goes on, and he says, um, I swear he has some human brains, and sometimes I wish he could talk. <laughs> like the other day, we, like were, we were coming off the track here, and he was walking pretty fast back to the barn until he heard the click, 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 and then all of, us, uh, of all the cameras. I noticed he started to slow down. His ears pricked up, and then he actually stopped, turned his head slightly towards the cameras. Then he stood there for a few seconds before moving on, and I was like, <laughs> did you really just do what I thought you did? He actually struck a pose, I told him. I can't, I, I, the, the guy said, I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> so I think he kind of feeds into that a little bit. Yes, yeah, so that's awesome. I mean, so, you know, and early on we were talking about California Chrome, and one of the earliest articles I read about him was Art Sherman talking about, like, he's a nuzzler and he really likes people, and when, he's, when he finishes up a race, he's always looking for Art and wants to go up and get, like, a snack from him or <laughs> tries to nuzzle his hands. Other stories that I've heard about California Chrome is when he first came to the Kentucky Derby, which I thought was really interesting. The first moment he stepped on the track, he like belted out like a Winnie, like he owned the place. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, that's it's kind of neat, and I think he is a special horse. So I, I, I think that we're gonna see a Triple Crown winner, which is awesome. So you know, all the commotion can have an impact, but it doesn't seem like it's affecting him much because he doesn't. Striking poses. Yeah, he's striking poses. He doesn't mind it. Any other little tidbits that you've dug up, Max? Um, Probably a little bit till later. Okay. Let's see. I got something on why the Triple Crown is so hard to win, so that could be interesting to talk about. Yeah, I could talk a little bit about that. It's 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 a challenge. But let's, let's go on to some uh, – let's do some rants and raves. What do you yeah, think? That sounds good. Let's see our little applause break. little applause break. There you go. Applause. I'm sorry. Two so, peas and applause. <laughs> so the first rave, California Chrome looks like he's peaking. So he was, he, a couple days ago, maybe it was yesterday, he ran over a sloppy track and it didn't seem to affect him at all. Mm. So give me a clap and a whinny there if you can. Let's do half clap and half clap. I have so to I jump between I'd, the sound I'd add so. that because the whole whinny thing, that the whinny story for California Chrome. Yeah. Uh, let's do another rave. I got a bunch of raves here. I don't think I have. I have one rant. Um, Jerry Bailey, Hall of Fame jockey, says that uh, he doesn't believe California Chrome has necessarily the pedigree to get to mile and a half, but he's not sure anybody else in the field does either. So <laughs> some will probably negotiate a little better because of the running style. Maybe Wicked Strong, Bailey said, but I can't really say that there's a mile and a half horse right there that's your winner. I don't think they're I don't think they're they are in there. So he, he feels like California Chrome, that's kind of a half assed way to say that California Chrome's gonna kinda win. I, I kinda wanna give that like a parrot because it's kind of a weird <laughs> yeah, it was kinda like backhanded. He, it, it's kind of a non committal kind of uh so let's give a rave to Belmont Park, I guess a couple years the last Triple Crown, or, or in 2008 when Big Brown was going for the Triple Crown, they had some all sorts of problems with, like, plumbing, no water pressure. So Chris Kay, I guess, took over f the Belmont Park, and he said he's going to focus on the fan experience. So let's give him a little, and hopefully it, it, it works out tomorrow. A little horse whinny, and a go. 
There you go. And and the other thing I would say that uh, there's a great card of race. So the Belmont Stakes is race 11 tomorrow, but they are like from race 2 to race 10. Bunch of graded stakes races, bunch of really good horses running. Actually, Social Inclusion is running tomorrow, but he's not running in the Belmont Stakes. I think he's running in the... The Woody Stevens. I'll rattle through a few of these races and maybe some of my picks for some of the other races, but it's a great card of racing tomorrow at Belmont. So if you have cash, bet. <laughs> um, so then another another comment, another rave from from Mr. Bob Baffert, the, the silver fox there. Um, he, he was talking about California. He looked good winning the race, talking about the Preakness. All of his races have been just phenomenal. You have to put aside that he's a Calbred and not sired by a major stallion. I think he's a great horse. Doesn't ma- doesn't matter that there, if there are fourteen or six horses in the race, he needs to break clean. Once he breaks clean, then you could have twenty horses there. He's going to be in front of them all and not going to have any problem. He'll lead all the way around. So that's that's a Bob Baffert. So that wasn't a sideways comment. Bob Baffert that's thinks pretty straight on thinks he's gonna win so that's from another great trainer hall of famer bob baffert not sure if he's in the hall of fame i think he is but yeah we'll go with it he's he's good we're putting him there so that's the last rave my my only rant would be i'm kind of i'm i've been winding down on the whole triple crown thing and it's kind of a bummer that tomorrow is it for this year Mm. I mean, there's some other great races coming up. You know, Travers is coming and all that stuff. But I'm always a little bit sad. And as soon as June rolls around, they're talking about spreading out the Triple Crown, which I hope and pray doesn't happen because I love – I think it'll lose its mystique, honestly, Mm. if if they stretch it out over three months. So, anyhow. So, give me a Donkey Kong and a pig for that one. So, there you go. That's my only rant. Any other any other comments or rants there, Max? Uh, not really any rants. I just have some other stuff about um, the contenders of the the up and coming Belmont Stakes. I did a little bit of digging. Okay. And um, you know, it's California Chrome is the clear favorite. He's everyone's really rooting for him, and I can't say as I'm against that. I'm I'm kind of there too. But uh, I was reading in, in the New York Times. Uh, the that commanding curve and owner Terry Finley are going to put a circle around the Belmont Stakes and that they feel really good about it. Um, he says best scenario would be to just catch him at the eight pole, meaning California Chrome, and uh, let them fight it out. Uh, it would be a dream to see them fight it out in the stretch. So that's what he's saying is maybe their strategy. Uh, apparently he had a really good workout before the, he left um, Kentucky. Uh, he ran four furlongs in forty-seven point three eight seconds, which is so that's good, not bad. No, that's that's solid. That's a solid <laughs> work. And then Victor Espinoza has expressed some worry about fresh horses, meaning like, like I mentioned earlier, uh, horses that skip the Preakness or win the Belmont, the last eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they said that Victor Espinoza, who is California Chrome's jockey for the six consecutive wins, he said, um, "I think anyone who skipped the Preakness is dangerous." So. Kind yeah. of interesting there. Yeah. Um, that's, a good, so that's a good one. I like Commanding Curve. Commanding Curve is somebody to keep an eye on if you're kind of thinking on the trying to beat the favorite or anything like that. I, I w- guess what position he came in in the Kentucky Derby. Who, Commanding Curve? 
Uh, wasn't he fourth? Mm-mm. Second? Mm-mm. Yeah. So he's the one who sneaked us in the yeah. hockey turkey. Yeah, that's right. And he was coming pretty well, but he still got beat by four lengths. So anyhow, and, and, and you're right, he's he's been rested. So that that's something to consider. Yeah, he will be in my exotic bets um, tomorrow. Yeah, I think I'll be playing around with that a little bit too. So let's talk about the up and come racing, up and coming races, the Belmont Stakes tomorrow. Of course, there's some other. Let's talk a little bit about. I'm just gonna rattle through these, Max, and I know lists or lists but so race 10 then manhattan it's the knob creek manhattan knob creek good whiskey yeah um imagining i like suge mcgahee has a horse in that race imagining um so i'm gonna bet probably imagining and i like seek again in that race so race 10 and it's a grade oneer. it is a mile and a quarter on the turf so that's race 10 race 9 10 9 is the Metropolitan Handicap, and it's a, God, the purse, $1.2 million purse. Big, I mean, that race 10, the purse is, what is that? A million. Good Lord. So these are some huge races. Yeah. So the Metropolitan Handicap, last year's Belmont winner, Palace Malice, is mm-hmm. running, and he is the heavy favorite at 8-5. to five. Jack is running. Golden Sense. I remember my golden exact the golden, golden sense yep. is running moreno central banker is pretty good capo bastone pletcher horse normandy invasion has been doing very well shad brown horse so i like normandy normandy invasion of course i like palace mouse i don't know if i'm gonna bet him at eight to five and i like shaking it up is a bob baffert horse looking pretty good he's got rosie napravnik up so i like for in race nine I like, uh, <clears throat> what did I say? Shaking it up. Shaking and it up. And Normandy, Normandy Invasion. Nice. Race eight, we have the longest just a game. What the hell is that? 750,000 <laughs> race. I don't know what the, that name is kind of strange to me, but uh, it's a mile. It's for the girls, I do believe, for Phillies. Four years old and up. Um, so, who's in that race? Somali Lemonade I like. And I like Water Runway. And that's another Chad Brown horse. So, Chad Brown and Michael Maker, the uh, trainer of Barbaro, is training Somali Lemonade. So, that's that's a, that's another good race. And that is a $750,000. It's like, These are ridiculous. The purses are huge. Yeah. Um, the Ogden Phillips, Ogdenville, Ogden Phillips, uh, grade one. It's a grade one race. Um, another purse of a million bucks. These are big ones. It's a, it's a mile and a 16th for the girls. It's another, it's a Phillies and mare four years old and up close hatches. I like, um, Princess of Silmar is running with Beholder. Beholder is like the heavy favorite. So Beholder is a Robert Mandela or Richard Mandela horse with the old Gary Stevens riding. And Princess of Silmar is uh, Todd Pletcher with Javier Castellano on him. Her. Her. Excuse me. Gotcha. You did. The Acorn, another grade one. 750,000. These are crazy. I mean, this so there's some really good races um the acorn i like Ma- miss 
my Miss Sophia. The fifth race is the Woody Stevens. In this is a horse that I loved for the Triple Crown this year, but mm-hmm. he got injured. Mm. Havana. He beat oh, yeah. Honor Code member Havana. He's in this, so I'm gonna bet Havana just because, just because just I, I like. Yeah, why not? It's a Pletcher horse, and I liked embellishing Bob. And Bayern's running in that race. Also, he was in, on the trail for the Triple Crown. Um, so that's some some Triple Crown horses. Uh, Coupe de Gras is also running. It's a Chad Brown horse. So that's a Grade Two race, and that is worth five hundred grand. That's crazy. I mean, these these races are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Belmont's done a good job for the day of racing. So yeah, no the how do you say that? Jiper. Where is it? Jiper? Jiper. Sure. Jiper. 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 The Jiper Grade 3, and this is a $300,000 race. It is for it's a Grade 3, four-year-olds and upward. Um, didn't really, let's see if I see anything here. Didn't pick anybody for that. The third race, the Brooklyn Grade 2, it's a Brooklyn. mile and a half, which is long. It's a long race. Five hundred grand. Um, I liked Cat Burglar for that one. Reminds me of that Simpsons episode race with the two. Cat Burglar. So Kid Cruz ran, I do believe, in the Preakness. Let's see if he ran. The, yes, he ran the Preakness. Um, he's in that race. I like him in this race, and it is a hundred fifty thousand dollar purse. It's the Easy Goer race two. So, and then I like Legend with uh, Luis Saez aboard so that i mean just some great so if you get a chance you should be looking at some of these other races because it's a great day a great card yeah so i don't know if i'm gonna bet all of them i quite possibly will yeah um great great card racing tomorrow at belmont so i think they're doing a good job there they switched all those races it's it's a good card so check it out so let's go back to the belmont for a second it's in Elmont, New York. Everybody knows that. It has wide sweeping turns. It's a mile and a half. At the top of the stretch, you still have a quarter of a mile to go. Which that's where I think that's where the challenge is gonna kick in. And Maxie, you were saying commanding curve might come swooping down and he could very well. Um the horse in the lead can win though. I mean, so I've seen horses that get up on top. The most I mean, usually that at Belmont, the top three horses win, I re- read some statistics, 78% of the time. Hmm. There was some really interesting statistics on an article I read, but unfortunately I didn't write them down. Um, so talking about horses that have been resting, I do like Wicked Strong. I do like Commanding Curve. Tonalist is another horse. He won the Peter Pan. He looks pretty yeah. good, so I like those horses. He's a Todd Pletcher horse, isn't he? Uh, Tonalist is not. He is a Christopher Clement horse. Mm. Um, Todd Pletcher has Commissioner. I kind of right. like Commissioner. Not crazy about Commissioner. Yeah, commissioner was what I was thinking of because I knew it was kind of a one word. And I also like, like Billy Gowan's horse. I like commanding, or I like right on Curlin. Yes. Just because he's been doing pretty well, and he's, he's going to be running late. So... Um, I'm going to probably do some straight exactas, like I much the same betting strategy that I had for the Preakness. I'll probably play some like $20 straight exactas with like um, California Chrome with Wicked Strong, California Chrome with um, Right on Curlin, California Chrome with, you know, Commanding Curve. And I might, mm-hmm. you know, I'll probably play a cover bet, which is like a $2 exacta box with like all four of those horses together. Yeah. It's just so 
just in case if one of them pops on top, then it'll pay pretty well if yeah. another horse wins. I mean, so do a cover bet and then probably play some trifectas with all those horses. I'll probably throw Tommy likes General A Rod. I was trying which to, which is interesting. Yeah, Rosenbach said that he can run big. He kind of likes him, but and he got stuffed in the Derby and he got stuffed. But I, I just I'm not don't. Crazy I about don't. Him. I don't see it. I, I don't see it. Yeah. But he he knows something and he's a good handicapper. So I think that's it. I mean, so the, the I just wanted to hit the post positions really quickly for for the yeah, and then I'll I'll close it up with why, at least by this article, why the Triple Crown could be so hard to win. Yes, I, I mean, have it's, got it's some a, good. Information well, I already know it, it's so. going to be hard to win, but that's good. Um, so medal count out of the one hole, and he ran pretty well, California. But I don't like him here for some reason. Um, California Chrome Matterhorn is a Pletcher horse. He doesn't. I mean, he, he looks okay. He came in fourth in the in the Peter Pan. Commanding Curve came in second in the Kentucky Derby. I do like Commanding Curve. Right on Curlin talked a lot about him. Like him, he ran 103 buyer. He's out of the five hole. Matuzak uh, out of the six hole. It's a Billy Mott horse. You always got to watch out for Billy Mott. I kind of like Sam Rat, but he hasn't showed me a ton. He mm-hmm. came in. Fifth in the Kentucky Derby, Sam but Rens he's me, let me down a few times. So. Yeah, and he, I mean, he's a good horse, though. I mean, yeah, so good, um, it's a little bit longer. I feel like he's more of a sprinter, commissioner, kind of sneaky. Last time out, came in second for the Peter Pan. It was in the slop, so who knows? It's a Pletcher horse. Wicked Strong, think I, I think Wicked Strong, he's training well. Jimmy Jerkins' horse, he could run a big race. He came in fourth in the Derby, won the Wood. Then General A-Rod out of the 10-hole. I kind of think he's more of a sprinter short horse, but who knows? I mean, he's got Michael Maker as a trainer, and Rosie Napravnik, last time she was on him, she won. Mm. Then Tonalist ran a 103 buyer last time out, won the Peter Pan by four lengths. So that's out of the 11-hole. So there you go. That's your that's your Belmont Stakes. So I like talked about Oh, no, go ahead. You like who? I like California Chrome, Natch. Right on Curlin, mm-hmm. Wicked Strong, Commanding Curve, maybe Tickling Tonalist. Yeah. I like, uh, of course, California Chrome. Um, kind of curious about <coughs> that other um, Todd Pletcher horse. What was it, Commissioner? Yeah. Can I have some, I met, maybe we'll play around with that a little bit, maybe Commissioner. Uh, I, I do like Commanding Curve just based on what I was reading about. That's something to consider. Yep. Um, that's all. I'd have to look at it again, but those are just my my quick picks. Oh, I did get you a sheet here. So oh, good. I get to play. You can have a sheet. Excellent. Um, so I did like I was saying. I was doing a little bit dig, a little bit of digging around. And I found an interesting article on NPR. Um, why it's so hard to win the Triple Crown, and it kind of breaks down some of the the points that they they narrowed it down to. So the first one it was listed was uh. Endurance. So the Belmont's a bigger race, as we talked about, 1.5 miles, so one and a half miles can uh, be a proving ground for horses. Uh, many haven't even ran that far before, um, and jockey strategies need to adapt to the. I put a half mile stretch, but you said it's a quarter mile stretch. At yeah, the end. The, yeah. The, that the, might have just been. I'm a pretty miss. sure it's a. Maybe it's a half mile. Half mile. Well, either way, that's long. It's a long stretch, and it can be hard to to parse out that. Uh, Distance for both the horse and the jockey, mm-hmm. so you you never really know. So it can be a proving ground there. 
Um, the other thing is the track, the Big Sandy. Um, it's the track is much sandier, which can be a bit of a change from other track uh, tracks that the horses are used to. It's a subtle difference um, that can make a big difference. That and the amount of rain and humidity mm-hmm. in New York can make the track interesting and unique uh, riding experience. So mm. it's another thing to consider, like the Big Sandy. The Big Sandy. And then the last thing, which I thought this might be a divisive topic for you, is the schedule. Um, but there's not much time between the, each of the big bra- big races, and it's uh, it can be brutal on the modern horse. Uh, Faye Don, who is par- part owner of uh, Barnet Belmont, said, I think a lot of people don't train their horses as hard as they used to train them. They're afraid to train them hard. She continues, most horses, especially your good horses, you don't want to uh, run them more than maybe once a month uh, so they will get, so they won't get time to recover from their races. Um, back in the day, they might run them once every two weeks. Old-time trainers are gone, and it's a lot different. So, No, I, I would agree with that, that whole, and they're breeding a lot more speed into horses. Yeah. And they are probably a little bit lighter on the whole training aspect of horses mm-hmm. today the modern horse but i still think that the whole i mean I, if if the triple crown goes to like once a month it just makes it it's going to lose it lose its allure or not as allure but it, it's going to lose its like difficulty yeah potentially could i mean because mm-hmm. i mean all the other horses that are triple crown winners they all did it in 5 weeks yeah. So it's kind of like an anomaly. Yeah, I mean, so if if we change it to it's now 12 weeks, it's like I don't know. I just yeah. don't think it's Yeah, I could see that. I think it's <clears throat> it's an interesting challenge as long as like I guess you'd want to look at how horses are, you know, doing now too cuz I I don't know how how often they got hurt and stuff like that. So I wonder mm-hmm. if that's like a thing. Yeah. I don't know the facts, so I don't really know, but yeah. That would be my only reason for changing it is if injuries were higher or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, but, I don't think they are, but... Yeah, and, and I don't you think know, it is I, either. Yeah, so it's it's an interesting thing. I just think it's always been the whole five weeks, and I just think about that and say that that's why it's a challenge yeah. right, to win it. Because so. if it becomes like the everybody's a winner kind of thing, then that's no fun. Yeah. That's lame. Yeah, so I like the five weeks. Keep it. Yeah. Huh. Anyhow. I, I think it's all good. It'll still be fun, I think. But yeah. I, I think I think I'm with you. I kind of like it. Like, it's almost like everyone else has their playoffs, and they're all really close together. And it's like it'd be the same as if playoffs were dragged out over like more and more months and of like rest time as opposed to game time. Yeah, I don't know. Just keep them, keep it going, keep it rolling. Yeah, and I think some horses like Secretariat did better with each race, right? Yeah. So. I'm with know. you. I like it. I don't know. I mean, he he ran. He won by thirty one lengths. At the That's bottom. huge, yeah. And and you might see California Chrome get out on the lead and just go. Yeah. And that that would be cool too. Like if you won by ten lengths or something, mm-hmm. that would be really neat. Yeah, that'd be. I would. I, I'm hoping for a triple crown winner in my lifetime. That would be cool because the last one was in seventy eight, which was yeah a and twinkle before. <laughs> And hey, this is chasing in the triple crown. I know so we could ha- potentially have a triple crown winner, which yeah. would be awesome. Our show's good luck. <laughs> there you go, first year out, and there you go, we have a winner. Yep. All right, so I believe that shuts us down. Unless you got anything else to add? Nope, I think that's it cool. for today. Well, you can uh, listen to this 
the show and all of our other shows on anglelightmedia.com as well as on iTunes by searching for Anglelight Media. You can find us on Facebook and give us a likey-like or follow us on Twitter at Anglelight Media, and that will shut us down. Good luck tomorrow, everybody, and good luck to California Chrome and all his connections.